Alrighty, welcome to Lost Together, Season 5, Episode 9. Uh, today, it's still the three of us, me, Gabriel Gu, Matthew Pierre, and Jai Big Lee. But today, we have a special, special guest. He's Wesley Barton. Oh. <laughs> Say hello. Hey, thanks for having me on the podcast. Pretty yeah! exciting. <laughs> thanks for coming. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for coming, Wes. You have to put on put up with like Gabe's like amazing intros, shall I call them? Yeah, yeah it's like holding my breath there, try not to laugh. Yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Wait, Gabe, why do you have to do the intro? You could literally just copy-paste the sound file, no? Yeah, I could. I'd just switch out the number and, like... Oh, uh... <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> that would sound so funny. Season you should do five. that. Uh, well, okay. Anyways, um, so today we have Wesley Barton, a good friend of ours. We all know him. Two of us went to school with him. The third, Jai Ming Lee, knows him. I met him, him at a birthday party. Mar- met him at a birthday party. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Who's so- birthday party? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm, we've been to multiple birthday parties together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like mm. maybe Matt's. Maybe yeah, probably so. in mind somehow. Okay. And then, so Wesley. So Wes. Maybe tell us a bit about yourself. And yeah, who are you? Man, that's a that's a pretty tough question. Tell the listeners who you are. Well, uh, I guess now I'm a student at the University of Waterloo. Went to high school with Gabe and Matt. And uh, yeah, I mean, in my spare time, I like to make games. I'm studying computer engineering at Waterloo, so it's kind of related to that. And I've always been passionate about programming and sort of all just melded together to where I am at this point. Cool. So wait, what do you what do you exactly do in computer engineering, just to get an idea? Sure. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of math, a lot of programming. Um, it's like Sort of like in between like software and like electrical engineering. Like I see, I see. Of that. So we do a lot of programming as well as like circuit stuff. Hmm. So so we initially uh, on the podcast, we asked you to come on the podcast. Um, and we know that you make these games. That... Most of us have played, and some. Of, uh, <laughs> so, so, I think I'm curious about how you. So, so listeners to that do not know Wesley has this um, company called Wesley Barton Games, and he makes these games. And I'm curious, actually, how you started this. So I don't actually uh, know. Like right from the start. Yeah. All right. So like. I guess when I was younger, I, I played video games a lot, as, you know, all of us have. And mm. um, around like, when I was, like, 12 or so, like, my dad is, like, also a computer. So I asked him if I could start coding from him to try and create my own game because I was so interested in, in video games, and I kind of wanted to make my own. So he kind of sat me down and gave me a couple lessons and then kind of just jumped into it with like YouTube tutorials and try to learn on my own. So that kind of started like I was in like grade eight or so. But I never oh. really like finished product. And then um, my cousin actually, he works or used to work um, at a company that makes games in Ottawa. Wow. And uh, he introduced me to the Unity game engine, which he used. Oh, yeah. As games. Yeah. Um, and that was around a year later and he introduced it to me and I thought it was pretty cool so I looked up some tutorials on that and then made my first game 
Flag of Fish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the time. Yeah, at the time, uh, Flappy Bird was really popular, but I think they took it down from the App Store, or like the developer took it down from the App Store. So I, there was this whole slew of like clones of Flappy Bird that came out. <laughs> I jumped on that bandwagon and made one myself. Hey. That was the first game. And then at that point, I really had very minimal skills in terms of programming. I never like had formal lessons or whatever. Um, sort of just based off of tutorials online, which I mean, they're good, but not great. Okay, so you so you made you made Flag of Fish the first game, and you didn't really like you just learn all the code on your own then. How did pretty you much it? yeah. Wow. And I mean, it was a pretty simple game, so it was like doable for me. I, I think I remember questioning you on all these things in high school. I, I remember being so curious because I was like, holy shit. How yeah, I mean, it? yeah, it's kind of a unique hobby, I guess. Okay, so I've got a question for you then. Because in the beginning you said you've always had this like passion for like programming and stuff. Do you think like uh, was it was it like games that kind of sparked that passion for programming, or do you just kind of like the the just a like hacker man sitting on the computer making cool shit with logic and stuff? Yeah, it definitely <laughs> came from the games. Like I've always been like when I play a game, like oh, I kind of want to make my own version of this, and like yeah. it just. Yeah, it definitely came from the games and like got to a point like around that time where I started to learn to program where like I start I started to have more fun making the game than playing a game. <laughs> so, like I and, stopped. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. No, no worries. Um yeah, I started to like I used to play a lot more video games than I do now. So at that point, I, I, I stopped because I just didn't have as much fun anymore. Oh, wow. So, so you didn't have as much fun playing the game uh, because you just had so much more fun making the actual thing. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Oh. And even when I was younger, too, I would, like, I didn't know anything about how to actually program, obviously, but I would make, like, sketches and stuff in like notebooks yeah. stories that, and stuff that i could do so a oh. lot of stuff i have now is like old stuff that i used to doodle when i was like eight years old and stuff so you still have the notebooks yeah i have a lot of them yeah uh, so they're like concept arts or concept concepts yeah sort of like oh. wait okay 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 so like okay. yeah you would go ahead no, I was going to say, like, I I'm curious then what keeps you going on trying to create more stuff. Like, yeah, like, I, I think mostly it's just fun for me. And, like, I, I get a lot out of it in terms of, like, reward and accomplishment. And I think that's, like, really important for me, especially. Like, I don't like, like, a lot of hobbies people have don't really reward them, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or like if doing like if I want to do something, it, it's got to like have some rewarding impact. So like making the games is like like a constant reward system for me, like being creative, applying what I've learned um, from previous games and also like school as well has helped. It's, it's just nice to see. And then having that finished product at the end, it's always really, really fun. And uh, sorry, just to cut in here with why I don't mean to like steal the thunder, but uh, I got a quick like tidbit of um, thought. Um, now, see, I I really agree with that. What you said about like the rewarding thing had to be like you got to be kind of creative. Um, you're making something, right? You're actually making something. Um, yeah. I always think that like that's how all people function. You know, like everybody needs to be creative and needs to create something that's what gives the most like joy and you know that's what makes people happy um that's why i pursue some stuff like art um but 
you know, like the more the more I kind of like learn about other people, the more it seems like not everybody's like that. Yeah. But that's some topic that maybe we can explore some other time. Um, now, now uh, it's it's really interesting. Like, um, so you've always kind of loved games since you were small. Uh, is there are there any games that you've really uh, taken inspiration from? Yeah, I definitely played a lot of Pokemon. <laughs> oh yes, yes, we could probably tell from your games. Yeah. Um, also, Paper Mario. That was like a huge game for me. I love that game. Uh, like a lot of the Mario games, I played a lot. It was mostly Nintendo. Hmm. Yep. Uh, what so about like, um? It, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, have you ever like played um some like the you you obviously know of Undertale, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that the, the games that I really like are the ones that have like some kind of cool story, or like cool like you know yeah story based elements to them um what would you say is like the most interesting part of a game for you um probably for me it's probably gameplay in terms of like how fun it actually is to like do stuff like i always liked smash bros as well um because it was fun to you know move around um like like the actual gameplay part um, obviously the story is also like a very important part for me, but I think, um, in those games like Pokemon and stuff, I always found that I was more interested in like the battles and like the collection part of it rather than the story. Uh, so like in your, that actually kind of like in your, in your games and like, uh, the games that you have on the app store, that kind of, kind of shows in how. A lot of them are like uh like pure gameplay or like pure like mini game style almost. And, yeah, yeah. Uh not a lot of story. Except for except for tacticals, which is uh sim it's like an RPG. It's like it's like Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, that that's interesting to me. So um then how much when you're creating a game, a new game, then how much effort do you put on like the mechanics and like execution side of like player inputs versus the story side of it? Like how much effort you put into each each uh emphasis yeah yeah emphasis sure yeah i mean for the games where it's more like an arcade style mini game esque ones obviously there's not really much of a story at all <laughs> i guess um for those i usually focus really on trying to make a fun game that you can just pick up play try to get the high score and put down Attack modes was a little bit different, where I kind of wanted to make a game like like Pokemon as the inspiration, and um, I really put a little bit more thought into the story for that one. Um, the gameplay was more of a afterthought in terms of that. I actually kind of made the like the whole outline of that game before I even programmed anything. Mm. So, yeah. So, like, the the whole story, that's that's really interesting to me because I think then, like, programming, yeah, like, yeah, that part is difficult. But I think even just creating the story, because you have experience programming, you're a very skilled programmer. Um, now you're in school, so you know even more. How was like creating the story part? Because that maybe is like a part you're more unfamiliar with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's actually a lot harder to write two lines of story than two lines of code for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's actually, it's something I don't really practice, I guess, um, as much. And it's not something yeah, I, I'm not familiar with. Um, yeah, it's definitely a challenge to come up with something that's both interesting and something that like someone can follow if they don't, they're not like inside your head. Mm. Um, and then also it's hard to be a really good like storyteller. Yeah. Not tell too much without making the reader confused, but also making it interesting. So usually like in terms of like tackles, the story was very simple. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just a testament to 
how little I am um, capable of making a story. Oh no, but then there's like, uh, I know Takamal's Tales of Twelve Hearts is coming out soon, eh? Um, yeah! Oh. What do you have time for that? And, like, it seems like that one has a legitimate story, you know? It's like, Tale of Tale, it's first of all Tale, and then it's Twelve Hearts. <laughs> Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so for this one, I, I have spent a lot more time making a legit story. But at, at the same time, I'm trying to make it so that it's like, a story that's digestible in like small chunks because for like a mobile game people don't tend to like to spend hours at a time playing mm-hmm. yeah well that that dilemma with a huge story an rpg style where you know you get lost or if you forget where you were <laughs> you left off and then you just can't progress anymore and you don't want to play anymore and like i understand that so i've kind of like adjusted it so that you kind of have like quote unquote chapters in the story where they're sort of like small stories within the large story that take about maybe half an hour to an hour to actually complete instead of um, a whole big story. (laughs) The little chapters relate to bigger story, but once you complete the chapter, it's sort of like, alone story within the story so you don't have to oh, we're getting like a scoop man huh oh, oh yeah that's yeah, that's, so. pretty, that's pretty cool though it's like not just a wild guess oh go ahead matt sorry oh no i was just gonna say it's interesting to see that like you really thought about like the different stories and how like the last one may may or may did not like it, i guess it didn't work as well as you hoped maybe yeah and it's like to come up with something and to really think about it i don't know that's like it seems really smart like i would have never thought about that when creating yeah no game. it definitely seems like you pull off thought of it it's just the way you like talk about it too it's it's like oh he knows <laughs> he knows some stuff that maybe we don't know so much about um uh, not just a wild guess here uh are there 12 chapters <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how is the how is the development process like i think we're, we're also interested in the the development process like when you start and early when you have an idea to like what's the first step you do like do you write out a storyboard or do you like i don't know plan the coding bits i don't i don't know how it goes yeah i, I don't really have a formal process but usually i like like in my idle time just like I like thinking about ideas and stuff. And like, if I have a good one, I like write it down in like a document. So I have like a bunch of just random, like abstract ideas. Definitely very cool. Very, very cool. (laughs) And then like once, like I usually have like a turnaround time of a game around like one per year, right? (laughs) Yeah. After the end of the last game, once it's released, I look at that list and kind of combine elements of these abstract ideas and try to create something new or i've had something in mind already while developing like the current game that i'm working on that year um so once i have that initial idea usually the first thing i do is art oh because <laughs> oh, i think art the art part is like is also tough for me because i don't really have that much artistic time. <laughs> so sometimes the art is the limiting factor. <laughs> so, okay, okay. so I kind of do the art first and then see what it looks like and then kind of wrap the game around that. Oh, I see. So that it kind of fits together. Like if I know oh. if I know I can't draw something, then I might as well not program it. You must have some friends that can like draw for you, no? I mean, yeah, but I would like the idea of like trying to do it, do it all myself and have like one collective thing as like, oh yeah, this is this is me, right? Like it's all you personality in in my game, you know. (laughs) What's example of something that like? You 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 did not to draw it, then you just like now nah, we're not gonna code it in or program it. In. <laughs> I think curious. a lot of like like in Flagfish three, hmm. 
there was um, a lot of like like faster movement gameplay and stuff. Mm. So I couldn't I w- I wanted to do some like cool moves like so the game is basically you have all the spike balls coming down and you're trying to avoid them and collect stars and the stars give you points right mm-hmm. i wanted to do something cool where like like the character would maybe like punch or like attack the spike balls so that you could you know get rid of them and then collect stars. but like i i knew i couldn't make that look good so instead, I used like projectile stuff. Like there was like the laser, the um, the wind, bamboo okay. stick. So I didn't really have to animate the character actually doing anything because it would just come out of the character. So stuff like that, where I mean, essentially the game is the same kind of, but it's not. Um, like I did, I worked around the art in that case. Like I knew I couldn't draw the. Uh-huh. the doing like an attack animation. Mm. So I- <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's, I, I like this. I find this like super interesting about just seeing how like the process goes for you. Cause rather yeah, than like, you, yeah. you, you always hear about like AAA titles of like, okay, like we came up with this idea and then we storyboarded it. And like Wes is like, nah, dog. I just draw first. If I can't draw it, then fuck it. I'm not coding it. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, it's like the proper way to do it because you're supposed to work around like constraints and what you want. But I don't know. Do you ever feel that like you you kind of missed out on a good offer, like a cool like fundamental part of the game because you couldn't draw it? Yeah, sometimes sometimes it does feel that way, but most of the time I'm happy with the end result. And, it, and nobody knows, right? Nobody knows. I, I mean, you should be happy right. with the end results. They're all, like, really good, so. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I think, that... I think like, the, the another impressive part is that, so I think most people can code, like, stuff, or they can make a product or whatever. But the fact that you have them, like, I know a lot of, like, engineers, where programmers, computer science have like side projects and stuff, and like, but the fact that you have them, and then like you also have them on the app store, and you have like this company logo and the whole, uh, it's almost it's like a business basically. It's a you have this complete entity, and I think that um, is another part that's like really good, really impressive because a lot of people make side projects can make like half done side projects but all of these are like finished products and they're like in this organized thing which is i think i haven't seen this very often or like not within anyone uh recently at all yeah like did you think like what's part part of that your goal like the uh I don't know, like the business side or the like image side of things. I mean, I never really thought about ever making money about like for the, for these games or never really thought of myself too much as a company. Mm-hmm. I always like that having having that collection or that image is just it's just like a cool thing, right? Like like you guys have the podcast, you have the image, you got the logo, <laughs> descriptions, you got got it all on the like it just seems professional and like i've always like thought of that sort of collection that collective thing to just kind of put a face on the project right like you said just have random links and half finished things and they just slap something on their resume or they just put it on their facebook not really thinking much about it but i kind of like the idea of like centralizing the thing and yeah when, when you mentioned the resume like does this does this your games are does this come up a lot in like interviews or screening processes yeah funny enough not as often as you would think hmm. um and i actually sometimes judge like the interview like the company <laughs> on whether or not they like take a notice to because <laughs> Yeah, oftentimes they'd overlook it and just say, ah, 
he probably it was probably nothing right it was just some stupid thing like yeah i don't know if you guys use scratch oh yeah like oh yeah yeah. Uh, you know you know i'm dismissing it but i think like i think it is um something that i'd like the employers to to look at and appreciate because it does take a lot of time effort and i do learn a lot from these that are like skills that are applicable to Mm. for sure yeah do you think part of it has to do with like a uh, first glance of visual appeal uh possibly i mean because these interviewers are probably like clueless about code anyways <laughs> you know yeah, like they kind of just look at it if it looks professional they're like hey safe it looks cool you know yeah but there's also that thing where getting somebody to download a game is a lot more commitment on that person they have to use up space on their phone they actually have to download it they have to so, open what everything hearing... oh sorry go ahead no i'm just saying like as opposed to like most people who have websites on their resume as their sort of main side project oh, okay it's, see much, it's much easier to consume that so okay. what you're saying is your flag of fish is coming to the browser <laughs> oh wait that's good that's a good wait, idea yeah, i always i thought about making putting my games up like in like for browser consumption um the problem with that was all the games i had were sort of you needed to be on a phone <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> to you do them it. yeah the it controls would just be off i'm guessing yeah it, it was like almost make trying to make two games at once that is yeah and at the time i also wasn't really skilled enough to really program for multiple platforms like keeping that in mind Mm. Um, since then i've learned a lot and there's possibility of easier porting (laughs) so it is coming to the web browser now (laughs) (laughs) let's go let's go so how much how much time do you spend on each game like like hours let's just say how many hours, or not hours, maybe, maybe like months? This is that better, yeah. Like, how much I time mean, would It's hard to keep track because I don't really log my hours. Mm. But usually, how I've been doing it now that I've been in, um, in university is on my work terms or like the school, the times I'm not at school, is usually I had that four month period. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just go from I use that four month period to to work on it, and then it's usually like one or two hours a day after work, uh-huh. like my actual job, like my co op job, and then mm-hmm. the weekend maybe another three hours each day. So, and then I do that for about four months. Two hours, two two. <laughs> Two hours. No, I can't do the math. Um, so, so that's so four. So like, let's. It's say, around sixteen. Sixteen hours, I'd say a week. A week. Yeah. Okay. For four months. For four months. Well, not quite four months. I mean, there's a time where I gotta stop, get a release thing going, and make a trailer and. Oh yeah. Do like an app store listing and. All hey, that's, yo, that, that's still part of it. That's yeah, that's, part that's all part of it. And testing so cool. and stuff like that. Yeah, That's so cool. <laughs> that's... Do you ever feel like you get burnt out from it? Uh, sometimes, but if there's so much to a game where, like, if you're sick of coding one day, you can do art the next day. Yeah. Or there's another a different bug to fix. Like, there's not something different you can do, so you can kind of, like, move move the work around. Uh, so I, I don't really feel that burnout, but I mean, again, this is like a hobby for me. So as soon as I feel that burnout, I just, it's not fun anymore. Right. So yeah, 
So you I take a break. Still doing it. Yeah, I you know I take breaks. Sometimes those two hours are just me thinking about other games. It's not always working on the, wow. the game I'm on. So yeah, no, that that's why I like game development. I'm not a game developer. I don't think I ever will be. But um, I I love the game development process because there's so much like creative room. There's the story. Mm-hmm. Right, the storytelling. Um, there's a storytelling elements as well. How you combine that with I don't know music, whatever it's called, the uh, something motif that has to do with music, and that's super cool. Um, there's always art, um, and that that's yeah. I was really into like making a game at one point. Um, that's that's I think that's why I got into got into it. Oh, wait, by the way, do you make your own music? No, I don't. That's the one thing I'm not very talented at. At all, like I have no musical talent at all. Because so I you... see these uh, music samples uh, on your YouTube channel. Oh yeah, those were like loops. Ah, <laughs> uh... just stitch them together. That's probably the best thing I can do. That's pretty cool. So well, yeah, but you made those. Edit it a bit. Yeah, I do a, a little bit of that. Yeah, mm. uh, usually though, I would get them from like Creative Commons, like <laughs> copyright type. Yes. Yes. Okay. But yeah, that's the one thing. <laughs> I made a little like uh, asteroid game, and uh, I I did not care about the copy. I just straight up took it off YouTube, downloaded it. <laughs> um, so I think I I want to get into like kind of your like mm, future goals a bit more, like uh, what kind of game you want to make. But before that, like, is there uh, are there any like recent games that have inspired you? Because um, you know you you said like you kind of stopped playing games after a while, um, but You've still got to play a game, though, to because you like games. Uh, <laughs> any like indie <laughs> games that catch your eye? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Brawl Stars. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> that's, that's not a game. No, it is a game. It's the no, it's, it's so genius. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty good. <laughs> Why do you think Brawl Stars is so good? I, I've always, I just. I don't know. I think they just got it right. Something like Supercell just just knows how to make games that make you want to just keep playing them. I don't know. The addiction factor. Yeah. It's just the loot boxes. The mega yeah. craze. The mega box. Yeah, but like they do it, they do it in a way that makes you feel good. I don't know. It doesn't and like good. I think I think even the box opening, okay, that's like a big, big part of it. But like for me, like Sometimes I, I I genuinely enjoy the gameplay. Like I actually just some reason it's like pretty simple. Oh, yeah. but gameplay is definitely like a really good like it's actually really good gameplay. Yeah, I'm yeah. like wait, it's actually I actually enjoy like playing it for some reason. There's like yeah, strategy, yeah. you know. There's there's actually like uh, my favorite is Shelly, and I just <laughs> one shot. Okay, there's this combo, right? You get the ult, <laughs> you get the ult, you like you ult tap ult is like right away because the ult um, charges the ult so fast and you can one shot like anybody um i yeah, know that's 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 like, good gameplay it's good gameplay. Uh, it's a high skill cap i would say so so let's just brawl so does playing brawl stars like have make you have any ideas or or just is that something that inspires you or like you it's just like your favorite game to play right now yeah it's more like just my favorite game to play right now in terms of like, yeah, I, I I haven't really drawn too much inspiration from that. Mm. Have you played Lisa? <laughs> Have you heard of Lisa? No. Oh, how about To the Moon? No. Oh, okay. He knows Undertale though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Undertale. Nah, I Did haven't you played it. You haven't played Undertale? No, I haven't. Oh no. my. Jeez. Yeah, like I said, I I haven't really played many games, honestly. Since I started making them. Oh wow! Uh, I, I just remember those three games are like huge inspirations for me when I want to like kind of make my own. What well, when I got into like oh I want to make my own games like those three games and Dark Souls and Dark Souls. It was like those four games was like huge. Um, but wait. yeah, check them out, man. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> I think I think we bugged him enough to to look at Undertale when it came out because I remember being game. We're fanboying over it. Oh yeah, everybody yeah, was fanboying over it. Yeah, yeah. Undertale is like one of those games where it's it's mostly story and like not 
gameplay. I think okay. I think for me personally, for games like I actually, I've I can count the number of games on my hand that I've been that have a story. Like I don't like playing story games. Like I've never beaten a Pokemon. I've never beaten. I think the only story game I've beaten is like Undertale. Mm-hmm. And well, <coughs> Halo. Oh. I think that's it. I think I'm pretty sure that's it. All of the other games I play, like if you know me, like I, I don't play that many games either. But the only ones I actually like, play sometimes are like they either don't have a story or like yeah, they they don't. Have, I I really like multiplayer games and I really like um uh execution heavy games or like uh, things mechanical. like mechanical. Yeah, mechanical games. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Whereas I think like Jiming, like you, you always try to get me to play like a lot of story. Games. Yeah, man, I'm like really huge on story, art, music. Uh, the whole mm. Undertale music, dude. Something else. Uh, he's straight <laughs> up a composer. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, like the way he he like strings it all together is really really. It just makes it feel good, dude. Yeah, like yeah. it's different. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, you, like, it's, like, it's so different. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I can't. I just have short attention span or something. I can't really <laughs> focus on like a story game for a long time. Um, but um, yeah, so weird. Like, you're so people are different, man. I don't get. But it. How about you, Matt? Uh, I I think I I definitely do a lot more story games. Because, like, I, I always enjoyed, like, The Legend of Zelda, which is pretty much all story. Like, it has good gameplay elements, but, like, it, it's mostly all story. And and I really enjoy the stories, but I also really enjoy, like, music. If, if a game doesn't have, like, a pretty decent soundtrack, I usually, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I'm usually, like, less weird. Like, I've checked out games just because I've heard music from the game and went... I like this. Like, let me check out the game. Yeah, for sure. Which is like for weird, sure. but cool. So like, so like, it seems like nowadays, um, like multiplayer games are like, like story games are good, but like multiplayer games are the ones that are like, like the top games, right? Like League or Fortnite or whatever. They're like multiplayer. Uh, just to begin with, like that. That's a whole. Things mm-hmm. like they're multiplayer, they have a lot of people. So well, I'm that's wondering, like a, that's yeah. completely different though. That's like a. I won't know if you can even like they're 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 all games, but they're like they're too different. But those are so big, like those are huge companies. Like I'd be very surprised if an indie developer could make like something massive, like a MOBA or whatever. What? Yeah. So I'm curious, like what holds back, um, indie developers from making like multiplayer games or like. Because uh, story, like, I oh, guess, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, that's actually a good question. Like, I mean, like, in terms of, like, you got to think about, like, what makes a multiplayer game, the people, the players, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have, like, that player base, there's no game, right? So, mm-hmm. and, like, the cost of maintaining, like, a server to connect, all these players to the game to play the game is like it's like chicken which came first chicken or the egg right you need players to fuel the game to get money to pay the server but you need money to get the server to get the game the players right yeah you have to somehow either start with a lot of money and a great idea and the player base comes or you need like somehow to get a player base before it even comes out, before you even make the game, it's just a lot of stuff too, right? Like, you yeah. can't do it by yourself. Yeah, and it's really hard to do by yourself. I would it's say it's like impossible. Oh. I mean, uh, you know, like if you think about um, me as like just the sole developer of a game, I have to do the art and the gameplay, the releasing, the testing, all that stuff. Think about. And, and then what I like to do as well is 
because I go back to school, I release the game right before I go back, and then I it sort of just sits there. There's no maintenance for me to do. Mm. But have an online game, there's constant maintenance that you have to do. And you have to keep the yeah. player engaged as well with updates constantly. So it's just something I could never do, I mean, at this point by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah those are, yeah, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, like, you need a lot of resources. Um, I guess, you just, yeah, you so many. That, that make, actually makes sense. Because I was wondering, uh, right, because I, I just said, like, um, my most indie games are, like, because everything tells me a lot about these indie games, and they're all, like, story games, right? But it kind of makes sense now, because they're kind of like books, right? Um, you can write a book on your own. And that's like your story. So I'm thinking like these indie developers are like when they look to create um, a game like To the Moon or or Lisa uh, or Undertale, like they're probably like thinking, oh, well, I can't really make it um, a very good gameplay uh, or a very good online battle arena game because it's really resource heavy. You need a bunch of resources, servers, etc. So they're probably like, so I'll just like kind of like write a story, write a book, so people can experience, like, I, yeah, something like that. Like, they're kind of creating, like, this one-time, like, book. Like, you're, it's like reading a novel, kind of, and then you go through the story once, and you're like, you know, wow, it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, oh, that's how it look like, like games um, that are, yeah. like, multiplayer. Multiplayer games are more like a sport. It, it really is. Um, like actual like games um like kind of indie more like indie games but dark souls is a great example you know it's like you're creating an entire world um but what's kind of different from games to like books and movies is that like um the player gets to kind of experience the world and has a bit of creativity on how they want to experience the world themselves and uh well that's why i really like the uh the end games that i i've played or watched um Whereas, you know, sto- I'm also really big into TV, you know, and like um, anime and stuff. I really like stories that are that are cool. Uh, but those those are just, they're very, like, you don't have any control over them, over the story, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can't right. do anything. Right. Yeah. You can't really be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I guess like that, that like uh, where where do you see yourself going with maybe some future games? Um, uh, which kind of road do you want to take? Um, stuff like that. Yeah, I think I've kind of gotten like a lot, like a lot of what I wanted to build in terms of like the ideal game, like is the new game that's going to come out, Takamol's Tale of Twelve Hearts. Like this is like what I was sort of building to ever since I was younger. Like, this is the game that I always wanted to make. So, oh, shit. Where do you go after that, right? So, um, I've always been kind of closed off for, like, in terms of, like, collaborating with other people into making games. Like, I have friends like Matt who mm-hmm. are programming, and um, I think it would be cool to actually try to do some like collaborations in the future. Oh, I see. So, like, Ninja. what do you what do you mean by collaboration? Like, maybe a bigger game that requires more work, so we can have more people working on it. Something that's more attainable than just doing something by myself. The unreleased WB Ginger Ninja game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> uh, wait, wait. So, so it sounds like this game this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just and like you know how I said I had a um, four month sort of period where I work on things. Uh-huh. This is actually my second four month period that I'm working on this game. So it's like a the amount of work that I've put into regularly making games. So, 
Super Pog, super cool. Poggers. <laughs> okay, this uh, this one I should probably actually play and finish, eh? <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you heard it here. This this is the big one. This is this is the big one. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know you were like already there. Like you, you like this was the the one that you've always wanted to make. Like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty fucking sick, actually, dude. So you're only one twenty-one. <laughs> tell us more about this this new release. It's not out yet, listeners. You cannot play this game yet. You can play all the other WB games right now. We, I'll put the, we'll put the um links to all the things in the description. You guys can follow WB games on YouTube, Twitter, and download the games apps or just play them. So tell us then this new one. It's not coming. It's not out yet. When is it coming out? And and what 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 what's it gonna be? So it's planning. I'm planning to come to make it come out in August. Um, and it's uh, the second version of Tackables. I I don't want to call it a sequel. That's why there's not number two in the name because. <laughs> a completely different story and but it builds off basically all of the mechanics from the first game but obviously some like nice improvements and everything that i've learned over the years and got feedback from from others about <laughs> yeah gabe you know some of this if you watch the dev update yeah i've been also posting i'm gonna be posting like monthly updates about you know, some new features and stuff. And, like, despite it not being a sequel, I think playing the first game would make you really appreciate the second game, at least a little bit. Just the uh, the amount of, like, improvements that there are. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, I made that the first Tacomals, like, I guess three years ago, almost. Yeah. So yeah. I've learned a lot since then, and I'm still learning more. And you know, I say that this might, this is like the game I've always wanted to make. That might change too, and maybe there's going to be an even better version of the game. Oh, <laughs> oh. third Tacables. Yo, monthly updates of Tacables, Tale of Two Hearts. Ooh, what if that happened? <laughs> I'm pretty happy. Yo. Well, so, wait. Is it time for final thoughts? Time for final thoughts. Oh, God. Um, he's so, oh, okay. So, so um, <laughs> final thoughts is where we share our final thoughts. Okay. <laughs> but final thoughts is usually just us talking, just summing up what we talked about pretty much. Just so Wes knows, so he knows what to talk about. I'll just say, like, um pretty much it was it was a pleasure having Wes on. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. I, I, I always appreciate talking to you. For some reason you don't come on and talk more when we're hanging out, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um no, because I, I, I remember like bugging Wes so much in like even when first Flag of Fish came out, I just remember being like just complete in awe about like wow someone like actually made a game like one of my good friends made a game and it's actually like really impressive super cool i was like i was pretty jealous i won't even lie i was pretty jealous at the time i was like damn i should have done something but it's good to see that's still going on and that's like and like and then we got to dive into like the development process yeah it was fun to talk about Fun to share what goes on. Yeah. I'll go next. Uh I'm guessing you're done, Matt. Yeah. I uh Yeah, dude, I, I was really into game design for a while, like and after first year, so this is like, you know, really interesting for me to ask you some questions. Uh, a fellow a fellow dev. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because I, I made like a little game with Unity as well. Um I was like 
I was pretty happy with that, but then I never really got into anything more because a hard time writing out a proper story. But yeah, I'm more of like a story guy, and um, you know, I'm kind of interested with where you, where you go with this tale of Twelve Hearts because it's a tale, man. You put tale in the title, like <laughs> this story's got to be pretty bomb for, for the, like I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My final thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on. Like we, good discussion, good vibes. Um, yeah, we talked about Lost. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, I've never gone into programming. I don't know how like game development or any of this works. So it's really interesting to hear about it. Um, learned a lot. Um, yeah, it's just like. It's just like, you know, enlightening for me to hear about it. Good discussion. Hope you come on again. Oh, oh, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope you come on again in the future. After maybe after it's released, or maybe after more games are released, we can just see, see, like you know, because yeah, I don't don't have a lot of. Um, people I know who are game developers or who do make stuff like this. So it's always interesting to hear. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Wes, any final thoughts? Uh, I mean, thanks for having me on. It was super fun. And I usually don't really get to talk about this with anyone. So it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned uh, every month for the uh, developer update videos. On oh, I'm ready. Tackables. Oh, geez. Like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, listeners, listeners, listen up. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where where can we where can our listeners reach out to you? Yeah, where yeah, yes. Drop uh, your social media. Yeah. Yeah, so my Twitter is W Barton Games. Um, YouTube channel. I think you just search the uh, Wesley Barton games on YouTube. You should find it. Oh yeah. And then on Google Play, all my games are on Google Play. So. Super okay. Cool. Okay. So listeners, I'll we'll be putting those links in the description. Go check uh, Wesley Barton games out. Um, stay tuned. Watch those monthly updates. Um, so yeah. Guess this this is it. Right. <laughs> no, so, yeah, we, we, you know what we should do is when he's done releasing the game. Yeah, exactly what you said. because uh, this is kind of like the game, right? Like a kind of like post post release thoughts. You know what I mean? Like it's like a post yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. You're like that's when your head's kind of clear. You got to reflect on things. Like just exactly like that, man. And it won't be as long as this one. It'll just be a quick quickie. It'll be a quickie. <laughs> oh god. Thank you, Jamie. Um so I guess now is when we say bye to the to the listeners. Bye. Uh, <laughs> bye listeners. Wes, Wes, do you wanna say bye to the listeners? Bye to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs>